the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Biden administration continues to squirm, facing growing questions about why it wasn't more prepared for an influx of illegal immigrants at the U.S.-Mexico border. The administration is scrambling to build up capacity to care for 14,000 young illegals. Texas Republican Congressman Michael McCall says the Biden administration and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas are still sending the wrong signals. The messaging is that if you want to come, you can stay. When Mallorca says we're not saying don't come at all, just don't come now. Very irresponsible rhetoric for a Secretary of Homeland Security. McCall was appearing on ABC's This Week. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin in Afghanistan. That amid growing questions about how long American troops will remain in that country. This is SRN News. 20 years of broadcasting is a big deal for any radio station, but especially so when you're keeping things red in a blue state. Congratulations to AM1280, The Patriot. Congrats to The Patriot. Happy 20th anniversary. Hey, congrats to AM1280, The Patriot. 20 years of intelligent radio. Happy 20th anniversary, AM1280, The Patriot. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM1280, The Patriot. Thanks for tuning in to AM1280 The Patriot. Weather for today, we got partly sunny and breezy with a high of 63, moving into a low of 40 for tonight with a slight chance of rain. Tomorrow, partly sunny and a high of 53, moving into a low of 46 and a higher chance of rain at 80%. Our March Book of the Month is Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think by Mark Morano. You may know Mark from his best-selling book, The The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change. Here he takes a similar approach using science and politics to expose the truth of the Green New Deal. You could win an autographed copy of the book by signing up now at our fan club page at am980themission.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. This is Dennis Prager along with my fellow host Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for a trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October 27th to November 5th. I've been all over the world, but I can never get enough of the great state of Israel. You will be amazed and inspired in your faith. Dennis and I have planned every detail minute by minute of this trip to make sure you have the best experience possible. We're confident by October our trip will be safe, especially because Israel is the leading country in the world in COVID vaccinations. Join us as we sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Walk the steps of the old city of Jerusalem and join us for a Shabbat service that will reenact the old traditions. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Aren't you ready to travel again? We are. So come join us. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. If you're not sleeping well, go see our sleep experts at America's Mattress in Apple Valley for a grand opening. Hi, I'm Neil Von Arb, owner of America's Mattress and a fellow Patriot listener. All of our mattresses are American-made, so you don't have to wonder if you're getting something made in China. You'll save a bundle, and you can't go wrong with our no-fee, risk-free guarantee. 
We don't sneak in a 10% restocking fee and delivery charge for an exchange after you buy, so you cannot make a mistake here. Check out our Google reviews and come see us at America's Mattress. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard, who is lead counsel representing my pillow, who has been sued for defamation by Dominion Voting Systems. Parker Daniels Keyboard will be defending my pillow from the defamation lawsuit brought by Dominion Voting Systems, resulting from statements made by CEO and founder Mike Lindell being critical of the voting machine company. Uh, the lawsuit against my pillow is uh, bogus and uh, improper. The exercise of Mike Mike Lindell first is not imputed to uh, my pillow, but more importantly, uh, or as importantly, uh, we still have freedom of speech in this country. Though, when you look around, you uh, you often raise doubt and question that proposition. Do we have free speech? What's going to happen if you freely and openly express? your opinion, uh, or write a book or an article about your opinion. Uh, Whether it be correct or not, you could be canceled or worse. You, your business could be destroyed by the cancel culture mob. And that's what we're facing. Well, in this lawsuit, we will be fighting back. And uh, Parker Daniels Keyboard, as I indicate, lead counsel for uh, my pillow in the suit. We have brought on as a part of our team and under contract with our firm, Alan Dershowitz, the professor who has had a, a life-long history of defending the Bill of Rights, freedom and liberty in this country, and in particular for social justice and liberal causes, quite frankly. I don't believe he has ever voted for a Republican for president. Not that that should matter when we're talking about the First Amendment and freedom of speech. But the fact of the matter is, Alan Dershowitz's principles Fundamental principles do not change whether it is a liberal cause, a conservative cause, uh, a liberal organization bringing the claim or a conservative one, because there are certain principles that are rock bed, solid, unchanging. He understands that. Many on the left and many on the right do not. And so it's an honor to be working with him on this case and possibly next week, maybe the week after, but uh, you will hear from us as we 
push out on social media and otherwise uh, our upcoming guests, uh, Alan Dershowitz will be joining yours truly on the show to talk about those very issues. Pull out your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot it down. Alan Dershowitz on the Victory Hour. I think it'll be um, either March 28th or the week following, I think April 4th. And uh, it's going to be a great show. Upcoming shows also will include uh, Mike Lindell, who will be uh, coming on the Victory Hour, uh, as well as uh, a few politicians. Tina Smith, hopefully, will be on over the next uh, couple of months, as well as Angie Craig, as we want to hear all opinions, all ideas on the Victory Hour. Today, we are going to be joined shortly by Dr. Scott Jensen, who just this past week formally threw his hat in the ring for governor of the state of Minnesota to take out the present governor and uh, the electorate in the state of Minnesota has the opportunity to fire the present governor and bring in new fresh ideas unless you like what's been going on over the last year and more amidst riots in the streets in uh, cities in Minnesota, including particular Minneapolis, of course, including being locked up, locked down, locked in. And when you look at the numbers and the science of it, does it make sense? We're going to talk about that with gubernatorial candidate Dr. Scott Jensen, uh, was state senator here in the state of Minnesota, as you all know, a family physician of decades, and where the intersection of public policy and health collide, he knows quite a bit about it. And he's been on the show a few times to talk about it, but this time, this will be the first appearance as a candidate for statewide office. So stay with us. It's going to be a fascinating discussion. First, I want to talk for a minute about this coming week. Tuesday, in the Democratic Jewish State of Israel, there will be Democratic elections, perhaps the most Democratic in the world. Why do I say that? Well, the entire country votes Uh, not in uh, different counties or or, uh, districts, congressional districts, for example, as we have here, but statewide, in that case, countrywide. Everyone goes to the polls and votes, and it is a direct representative democracy. So... Assuming that you get over three and a quarter percent of the total vote, you will get seats in the Knesset. And the number of seats, and there are 120 total in the Knesset, the number of seats you get in the Knesset is contingent upon the number of votes, the percentage of total vote that your party gets. People go to the polls in Israel, and they don't vote for an individual. They vote for a party. And the party broadcasts, informs everyone what their list is of uh, officials so that you know who will be seated if that party gets a sufficient number of votes. If they get a percentage that allows them to have six seats in the Knesset, for example, then you know on their party list the top one through six will be the individuals who will have been elected to the Knesset. Now, I was looking for some articles regarding the Tuesday elections. I've got a great source, of course. Uh, my son, who now is a citizen of Israel and lives there and is uh, very much ear to the ground as to what is happening there, in particular politically, uh, has updated me, and and frankly, about 80% of uh, the 
well, the polls show that about 80% are voting for one of the center-right or right parties in Israel. There's about 20% that are center-left or left parties in Israel. That's how the electorate is broken down. And it's probably not surprising if you lived for decades uh, with uh, guns and missiles pointed at you. You may be a bit more uh, conservative, protective, security, huge issue uh, than before. And during decades of liberal economic policy, uh, often referred to as socialist policy in the early days of Israel, Things didn't work out so great, and therefore, even on economic issues, Israelis are, uh, in large part, conservative. Another example as to why conservative fiscal policy works. So the upcoming elections uh, in Israel are occurring on Tuesday. Keep an eye on them. Wanted to make sure that you had that jotted down also on your yellow pad and number two pencil. Heck, we're using it a lot today. You might as well keep it out. Center of the desk. Sharpen it if you need it. But that number two, trusty, good friend. March 23, Israeli elections. We're going to take a short break now, and when we come back, we'll be joined by gubernatorial candidate Dr. Scott Jensen running for the Republican nomination to... uh, Battle Governor Tim Walls and uh, try to unseat the current governor. He'll be joining us, so make sure you stay with us. While we're on this break, go to parkerdk.com where you'll learn about the uh, Lead Litigation Council and the Dominion Voting System lawsuit, one of the biggest lawsuits in this country. Go to parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. 
If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk, if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. Yes. Oh, child. It's going to be a brighter future. Someday it's going to be a brighter future. Because we're going to get rid of this cancel culture. We are going to revisit what this country was about one time. Liberty and freedom. First Amendment. Freedom of speech. Express your opinion in the public square without fear. Fear of being destroyed. Silenced. Yes, we'll be there. We'll be there one day. And on this show, the Victory Hour, we've always stood for it. Give us a call, 651-289-4488. We are on live. Whether you agree or disagree, you will not be silenced. On this show, what is our aim? Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. Indeed. And that's what we're going to talk about right now with gubernatorial candidate Dr. Scott Jensen. Because victory is what it is about in politics. Yes, we have to fight fair. We have to follow the rules. Did the 2020 election follow the rules? Was the vote right? These are questions that are being asked. But victory is really the key. And right now, we've got a governor in office, Governor Tim Walls, who over the last several years has, uh, well, gone against the basic liberties and freedoms that uh, we had grown accustomed to and really that are the founding principles. They unquestionably are foundational principles of the existence of this great country, the greatest in the world. And I know somebody who agrees with that, and it's our guest right now, Dr. Scott Jensen, physician, family physician, clinical associate professor at the University of Minnesota Medical School, state senator for four years until just recently in 2020 of District 47, which is out there in the western metro. That's, you know, the area of Chaska, Waconia, Watertown, Norwood, Young America area. And now, after being a frequent guest on national news channels regarding issues related to COVID and the public, the political response to the pandemic, now on the Victory Hour, Dr. Scott Jensen. Doctor, thank you once again for joining us. Always a pleasure. Uh Scott, listen, you know, you, you're throwing your hat in the ring for governor. You have not run for statewide office before. There obviously is uh, something that you feel is not just compelling, but that is requiring you uh, uh, to run during this difficult time. Talk to us about the reason that you are running and, and, and give us a sense of how you think Governor Walls has done uh, in in uh, uh, applying emergency powers here in the state of Minnesota? That's a great question, Andy. A year and a half ago, when my wife and I made the decision to not run for re-election to the Senate, we were facing an entirely different personal situation. Uh, make a long story short, my wife has been through four major surgeries in the last 18 months and has a new neck, a new shoulder, a new knee. And she hasn't felt this good in a decade. And I've had my back surgery, and I'm now water skiing and snow skiing and doing all the things I want to do. And we we consider that no small miracle. 
I mean, we're both 66, and we've been blessed with uh, reversible health issues. We can replace, replace, we can take care of our health issues with bionic parts. Not everybody gets that blessing. But on the other hand, uh, COVID-19, and the first case of COVID-19 was March 6th last year. COVID-19 has changed my life, and I could never have anticipated this. I simply spoke up and said that I thought that the governor making arbitrary decisions as to what was an essential business and saying churches were not essential and candy stores could be and big box stores were and liquor stores were, that didn't make any sense to me. And I think that when he closed down the gymnasiums and the places that people go to to stay healthy, so that my patients pretty much across the board, most of them are experiencing the rule of 20. They either get 20 pounds on, 20 points on their cholesterol, or 20 points on their blood pressure. And none and of that is good. That, <laughs> no, that we'll see that coming to fruition in terms of problems in the next five to 10 years. And, of course, you'll see your politicians dodge and weave. But I think because of my life changing, I do go back to the verse in Esther 414 where it says, have you thought that you're in the position you're in for such a time as this? And Mary and I do feel compelled because we think that Minnesota is on an unsustainable path. We think that we're seeing failed leadership. I know Governor Wall stays very busy, but I think there's a difference between staying busy and solving problems. And I think that we have seen a tremendous uh, willingness to distort data, to invade our individual rights to expand government de facto through executive orders, doing what he could never have done through normal legislative channels with judiciary oversight. And Governor Walz knows that. He even now is holding on to emergency powers, which yeah. is a farce. It is, a, no fa- you know, it is a farce. Uh, doctor, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but, but you, you hit on, on uh, you know, you hit a chord here about the, the governor applied emergency powers when a number of governors did around the country. But to continue emergency powers today uh, seems it's just an outrage, isn't it? I mean, it, it's taking away liberty and freedom from every person in this state. It's actually, Andy, now I'm not a lawyer like you, and I'm not as smart as you are in the Constitution and stuff, but it's, it's more than an outrage. It, to me, it's, it's a personal insult to every Minnesotan. He's basically saying, I'm going to take this one piece of statute and I'm going to use it as my club. And I'm going to, I'm going to use it till whenever it loses its useful life to me. He's going to use it to go against the Senate in the next six weeks and try to get dollars that he would not ordinarily be able to get by saying, oh, well, I'll maybe I'll negotiate away these emergency powers. It has nothing to do with being a leverage tool for a governor to increase the budget beyond what the legislature is comfortable doing. And that's what he's doing. And every Minnesotan, I don't care if you're left, right, or middle, you should be outraged. This is not an emergency that requires him to be making day-to-day, moment-to-moment decisions. It's a farce. Let's talk about a few uh, issues uh that I'm sure are going to come up on the campaign trail, and I want to get your judgment regarding them. Let's start with uh, COVID-19. The pandemic, uh, follow the science, uh, the, the, you know, the big three words of Dr. Fauci and uh, Governor Walls, certainly here in Minnesota. How do the numbers uh, uh, support the following the science of continuing a lockdown, of continuing... Uh, to have restaurants uh, partially closed, uh, uh, events closed off, a number of other uh, you know, things are starting to open, but still we're in a uh, lockdown phase. And I just uh, want to uh, tell everybody out there that we've got about 30 million confirmed cases in the United States of COVID-19, deaths, 547,453 as of today. But I also want to note 80% of those, it makes it no less, but it does indicate the failure that we ha- our policies have had. 80% of those 547,000 uh, have been people over the age of 65, which means under the age of 65, less than 110,000 uh, have died from this pandemic, and when you add in those with chronic diseases under the age of 65, well less than 100,000 have died 
from the beginning of this pandemic uh, who are under 65 and who do not have a chronic disease. We haven't done a very good job of protecting those who need to be protected. Governor, or if you were Governor uh, Dr. Jensen, uh, what would you uh, do coming in, and, and how are you going to campaign against Tim Walls on this issue? I think everybody would cut Governor Walls some slack at the very beginning. Everybody knew that we were in uncharted waters. Everybody gets that, I believe. But there were two goals, the goalposts, if you will. Flatten the curve so that we didn't overwhelm healthcare facilities. Those are the two things. Don't overwhelm healthcare facilities, flatten the curve. We did that. And still, we didn't get a chance to see the modeling data. It wasn't transparent. So what we saw was transparency went out the window. Then I raised the issue, well, hold it. You can't be changing the way we do death certificates in favor of having COVID-19 land on the death certificate as the underlying cause of death when it wasn't. It might have been a drowning victim. It might have been anything. It might have been end-stage colon cancer. It might have been congestive heart failure. But we were being told that, oh, if it's COVID, don't put it in part. If it's COVID, that's a contributing condition. Don't put it with a contributing condition. Put it as a cause of death. But if it's asthma or emphysema as the contributing condition, yes, go ahead and put that with contributing conditions. They were changing the rules and they were massaging it. So we saw data corruption, data distortion. We saw all this. I think what we should have done is, I think Governor Walls got stuck in an echo chamber where he's got a bunch of people saying, this is what you got to do. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think he had enough skeptics. I think that he should have had a parallel group that was not beholden to him at all. Maybe people like you, Andy, that would be willing to sit around the table, six or seven people, rip and tear, have these hard discussions, and, and, and then give that piece of advice to Governor Walls as well, and let Governor Walls make the decision. But it's so easy for a politician to get trapped by people around you. What we should have done is we should have focused on the fact that Minnesota is a very diverse state. We're large geographically. Our population density varies tremendously between Hennepin, Ramsey County, and the rest of the state. And I think that we should have leaned into the people of Minnesota. We should have trusted them. We should have given them the information in a very transparent fashion. We should have let local school districts choose what they needed to do. Local businesses choose what they need to do. Look at the Sweden model. Look at the South Dakota model. In the very heavily populated areas, we could go a different way if we needed to. I don't think that lockdowns were anywhere along the line demonstrated to be effective. Well, look at yeah, look at Florida versus California. One lockdown, the other didn't. They're they're similarly well. I mean, California is bigger, but not that much. And per capita, uh, you know, there's very little difference. Look at Connecticut and South Dakota. Similar population, very little different. One locked down, the other didn't. Lockdowns did not work. They didn't work at all. And what was even more problematic for me was they seemed, again, to be, you said before, follow the signs. I wouldn't give that to Governor Walls. I would say his mantra should be get rid of the word the and put in the and put in political. So he goes, follow political signs. Yeah. <laughs> I would say follow the, follow the science means that you actually look at what 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 did you do the first time? And did it help? Did it do what you thought it would do? No. But why did Governor Walls in the second lockdown allow hair salons to stay open, but not in the first? Was that because of science? Or was that because of politics? Did someone have a closed door meeting with them before the lockdown was put in effect? And they said, Jim, you cannot lock us down again. You know, and was it just politics? And then I would say school closures. Oh yeah. There's been virtually no data that confirms the validity of school closures. And then three days ago, we hear the CDC say, oh, by the way, we're going to change the physical distancing thing. That six feet that we've been demanding for the last many months, we only need to do three feet. Is that science? Where did it come from? Why was that decision made? Nobody's telling us. What do you? What grade do you give them on COVID? A D. Yeah. We're going to come back after this break and uh, talk about uh, a grade for Governor Walls and the handling of the George Floyd riots. See what kind of grade we give him there. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about cancel culture. We're going to talk about crime here in the state of Minnesota. We're going to talk about bringing our state together. Race, religion, outstate, metro. How, How can we do that? Being so different with such polarized views. We're talking with Dr. Scott Jensen, gubernatorial candidate seeking the nomination as a Republican. 
to go up against Governor Tim Walls and become the governor of the great state of Minnesota. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Go to ParkerDK.com where you'll learn more about, yes, my pillow's lead counsel and one of the premier litigation law firms in the state of Minnesota. ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Be kind to someone and you could have your car payments covered for a year. Oh, very kind. The Patriot and Standard Heating and Air Conditioning present the Kindness Challenge. Do something nice for a hero in your life, then let us know about it. You'll be registered to have your vehicle payments paid for a year or get $12,000 towards a new car, both for you and your hometown hero. Sign up for the Standard Heating Kindness Challenge at am1280thepatriot.com. Keep on loving. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Someday, someday indeed, we're back. It's the Victory Hour. We're joined by gubernatorial candidate Dr. Scott Jensen, running for the Republican nomination for governor. And he just announced formally this past week, I think it uh, snuck out the week before, but uh, formally this past week, and this is one of his uh, first interviews in running for governor. We just uh, completed a quick discussion about COVID-19 and Governor Walz's handling of COVID-19. What about the riots of this past summer, the uh, protests, uh, the arson, the looting, the destruction of a billion dollars worth of business? Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Jacob Fry pointed the finger directly at the governor for failing to respond quickly enough. Of course, the governor blamed the mayor and anyone else he uh, could point his finger at. 
And interestingly, you know, the governor, uh, he implements policies that greatly hurt the economy in the state of Minnesota. The lockdowns, to name one, uh, but his failures regarding the uh, handling of the George Floyd riots, another. And now it appears he's going to be bailed out uh, by the federal government. And, uh, you know, is that the way we should be handling uh, state affairs? Let's ask Dr. Scott Jensen. How do you think the governor did in responding to the riots related to the tragic death of George Floyd? Governor Walls may well have done everything he could, but in regards to the riots, it would be close to an F grade. I think we have to look both. Maybe we should look at short-term, mid-term, long-term. Short-term, he blamed Mayor Fry, but there was clearly an outreach from Mayor Fry for some help. If you look at the National Guard folks, they would not give Governor Walls any great points. If you look at the police force, they would not give many points. I take care of some of those patients that work. I take care of some of those policemen, the patients of mine, that work in Minneapolis. And some of them were involved with the third precinct going down. On the short term, the governor knew the third precinct was in danger and may well go down. Did he do anything to stop that? No. In the same way that he knew that Christopher Columbus statue was going to be pulled down. I don't care what you think of Christopher Columbus. The fact of the matter is this is a statute that's been there for a long time at some significant expense to the state of Minnesota, and you just don't let that kind of lawlessness happen. So I think in the short term, and then we even had the, we had news anchor women saying, where's Governor Walls? This was an absolute dereliction of duty, and he was in the guard. Can you imagine what that did to the morale? And then we go midterm. So now we're in the midterm time frame. So the short stuff's over. Now he's scrambling, trying to get someone else to pay for his blunders. And then on the long term, I would just remind Minnesotans, look at Detroit, Michigan. Look at Newark, New Jersey. These were cities that were sparkling beacon cities at one time. Does anybody really say, oh, I'm so excited this summer. I get to go spend a week in Detroit or I'm going to go to Newark. I'm sorry. These cities don't bounce back just because they're supposed to or you want them to. Minneapolis is hurting for a long time. 95 restaurants, I think, have been closed. I don't know if anybody who wants to go to a Twins game at night. I don't hear anybody saying, oh, we're really looking forward to going down to downtown Minneapolis for a nice dinner. This is a huge issue. This is not just a blemish. This is a long-term catastrophe that came from poorly thought-out policy and an inability to act when he needed to. He froze, he disappeared, and he gets an F. Well, well put. Uh, how, uh, a hollowed-out city of Minneapolis not only hurts the city of Minneapolis gravely, a beautiful city, uh, a city that not long ago, not that many years ago, uh, was on the steady increase and and drawing people downtown, vibrancy, uh, even, even at the time when uh, the Super Bowl uh, was here, just a few years ago. Now, uh, there's not a chance uh, that they would come. So, a city of Minneapolis that is in difficulties is not good for the entire state of Minnesota. And uh, it really rests at Governor Walls' feet. What about uh, crime? Crime around the state, but in particular in the city of Minneapolis. What about police departments and police morale? How has uh, Governor Walls stood in, stepped in uh, to make sure that we are secure? Okay, I would say this, Andy. When the Minneapolis City Council decided to pander to the winds of public opinion or public response that really didn't represent the majority by any stretch of the imagination, when they decided to talk about getting rid of the police force, defunding the police force, a responsible governor would have stepped in and said, Listen, I've been in the National Guard. That is no answer. That is no solution. That is short-term knee-jerk reflex, whereby you're, you're saying things because you're frustrated, you're upset. You need to calm down. You need to know that if you don't, 
the state of Minnesota will not be there to bail you out. He needed to be firm. He needed to be fair. And he needed to say, have a discussion, but stop the nonsense. I mean, to, to almost, if you will, endorse or condone an approach that would lead to increased gang activity, decreased safety. The last time I was at a meeting in downtown Minneapolis and I was leaving, instead of people saying goodbye to me, they came up and said, we got to give you a couple of tips as to how to stay safe. And they told me how to walk down the street, how to have my phone available, how to have my key available. I mean, this city of Minneapolis is a totally different place than it was two years ago. And there's a lot of fear. There is a ton of fear. You know, we had uh, Rudy Giuliani on the uh, Victory Hour uh, a few months ago. And we talked about the city, uh, the city of New York and, of course, the crime, the vandalism uh, that occurred in the city of New York prior to him becoming mayor and what he had to do to clean it up and the number of years it took, the dollars it took, the, the fact that when he came in, it was called Fear City. Well, that's what we're starting to feel here. Uh, Scott, what do you think uh, about uh, cancel culture, the First Amendment, people's rights? You know, city of Minneapolis, state of Minnesota, is a ground zero area, particularly when you're talking about race relations. Some of the worst, some of the most difficult race relations in the country are right here in the city of Minneapolis. Uh, And it causes people not to speak openly about their views, like them or hate them, their views, and squelching uh, a wide range of opinion on subjects, whether they be difficult ones like race relations or economic subjects uh, alike, is un-American. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, who's running for governor of the state of Minnesota, about cancel culture, about what we are facing day in and day out from uh, the mob out there and social media and mainstream media, uh, as well as just in our neighborhood groups. Uh, I get more calls about wanting to sue your na- their neighbor, uh, a plaintiff, a, 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 somebody who, whose uh, neighbor has taken down their Trump sign or knows they're a Trump supporter and uh, is trampling uh, their garden or whatever it might be. We don't take many of those cases, but there are the, there are firms that do, and and frankly, it's happening all over the place, uh, all over uh, the country, but certainly in Minnesota. We're talking to Dr. Scott Jensen. Stay with us and uh, call us at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. We'll get you on if we have if we have a chance. Go to parkerdk.com during this short break. We'll be right back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. 
Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. Fever is a leading symptom of COVID, and using an accurate thermometer has never been more critical. In published studies, no-touch thermometers miss more fevers than they detect. While the new COVID vaccines are becoming more widely available, it's important to make sure you are protected. Monitor for fever with an accurate thermometer backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies. Details at exergen.com, where accuracy matters. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And we are joined today by gubernatorial candidate seeking the Republican nomination for governor, Dr. Scott Jensen, one-time state senator, and uh, one who's knowledgeable about the pandemic and the intersection between public health and, and public policy. He's knowledgeable about many other things, as if you've been listening, uh, as you have heard today on the Victory Hour. On the other side of the break, I uh, launched a question to Dr. Jensen uh, regarding cancel culture, regarding the First Amendment and those freedoms. and how he might respond differently than a Governor Walls and how important uh, the First Amendment is to his uh, bedrock principles. Doctor? Well, there are times where I have felt like one of the most investigated and fact-checked and banned physicians in America. I mean, it started with, I think, probably in the spring of last year, I think USA Today was fact-checking me on some things I'd said about COVID-19 hospital payments for Medicare patients, and they came back and said, well, yeah, Doc Johnson was correct on that. Then my medical license was challenged in late June, and then they dismissed those allegations. Then I was challenged again by the Board of Medical Practice, and that got dismissed. And then I think I've been fact-checked by Associated Press, and they said that my date was wrong, and on something, so they said it was not true, and then I was fact-checked by Facebook and TikTok, and I think that I kept thinking I was I was sort of stupid, if you will. I was a little dense. I kept thinking, don't make too big a deal out of it, Scott. You know, that's just you maybe maybe you stepped over the line or something like that. I kept trying to think that this really wasn't a culture where someone could be canceled. And I was wrong. I was slow on the uptake. It really is out there. I mean, there is just no question in my mind now, and I am not a conspiracy theorist, regardless of what the trolls on the social media say. That's not where I live. I don't live in conspiracy. I live pretty much in the open world trying to be transparent. But I am now convinced that there is, and I'm not saying that this is a group of people that's doing it. It, it truly is a culture that unwittingly, we cancel people out. I don't There's been so many social movements that do the same. And I don't think that in terms of dealing with racial issues, I don't think our cancel culture 
has helped us solve the problems. We need to be listening to leaders in the black community. We need to be listening to Reverend Tim Christopher. We need to be, we need to stop talking and just listening and try to say, I'm just a white guy that can't get inside your shoes. I don't understand. How can we help? What should we do? Let's try to get past labels and, and heat. Let's, let's do something. Let's do something that'll make the situation better either six or 12 months from now. I'm not sure how to do that, Andy, but I know we have to do it. And I think it has to do with listening and asking questions. And then there'll be time enough for us to try to do the brainstorming that'll get us to solutions. But I think the cancel culture compromises our ability to even ask the questions because people are so paranoid that if they ask the wrong question, they'll be considered careless or callous and maybe mean. So Or racist, or in fact, racist. Yeah. And, you know, unwittingly. And uh, we do have to listen, though. I mean, it's it's good advice. You, you nailed it on the head. Uh, we need to listen. We uh, we need to listen to all sides. Remember, the, the First Amendment was not put in place to protect popular speech. It was put in place to protect unpopular speech or minority speech or speech of... Uh, you know, from those who otherwise would not be listened to in order that the marketplace of ideas is free and open and that we can uh, decide uh, what to proceed with and what to toss to the side. But nobody is canceled. They're all free. We are all free uh, to have those discussions. And when there are impediments to that freedom, it undermines uh, our uh, entire republic and certainly uh, the Bill of Rights. Doctor, uh, lastly, I did want to ask you uh, uh, about the path to victory for you. Uh, You know, you are uh, someone who does not have wide notoriety at this point statewide. I think you have more than many just because of your uh, approach to COVID-19 and your uh, voice on that subject. Uh, but how do you uh, plan to uh, get the nomination uh, for a governor from the Republican Party? And are you going to be seeking that nomination, I guess I should ask? And, and are you going to abide by it uh, if uh, someone else is selected? There is nothing else I'm working toward other than the endorsement right now. I'm going to aggressively pursue it. I think that... Republicans across the state recognize that we've got to stop this 25-game losing streak. I think the base, I think the, the, the perhaps the middle party, I think many recognize that what we need to do is tap into the principles of the Republican Party as, if you will, framed by Lincoln and Roosevelt and Reagan. We, we need to look at emancipation and equality and enforcement of the law on an equal basis and the kind of ecological awareness that Teddy Roosevelt gave us in our national park system. We need to remember that Reagan really, really formulated it correctly when he said we should be all about faith, family, freedom, the founding fathers' wisdom, limited government, lower taxes, protecting a life from beginning to end. We should celebrate exceptionalism. We should honor the individual. We should seek peace through strength, and we should always dream. We should dream of being that bright beacon city on a hill. Those are what we can do. I think the only way we can win is for and if you will, some sort of a transparent, authentic outsider who's not a professional politician says, I can take it to the governor. I can help him do what so many people want to do. I can help him gain access to early retirement. Because then Governor Walsh could enjoy his family and his wife, and they could travel more. And I think perhaps he doesn't realize it, but early retirement might be a very good option for him. The best way to do that in Minnesota, I think, is going to be a granular, groundswell approach where we have Republicans, independents, and Democrats saying, this is not where we want to be. I think people should go to drscottjensen.com, and they should look at our website, and they should read the issues. They should scrutinize them. And if they don't like them, they should challenge me. I think we should have debates every month, starting perhaps in August, once we perhaps get on the side of this. I like the idea. Debates every month. Go to Dr. Scott Jensen. 
uh, dot com and uh, find out what he stands for. Be with us next week on the Victory Hour. Until then, have a great week. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Whoa! Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Patriot. Top shelf choices include AM twelve eighty, the Patriot dot com, our free app, and Radio dot com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Happy. 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 Happy